Ladies and gentlemen, let me take you on a quick journey. A hero's journey, if you will. Our subject is a 20-year veteran of the pro wrestling business. He's a man who stands a whopping 6 foot 8, 270 plus pounds. A man who can execute a picture-perfect moonsault and a man who is over like Rover in 2020. I'm talking about Lance Archer, real name Lance Hoyt. This mammoth of a man grew up in a small town called Hearn, Texas, was a college quarterback at Howard Payne University for three years, and, well, now he beats the shit out of people on a weekly basis for yours and my enjoyment. Today on Crun Thoughts with the Kid, I present to you the epic career of the Murder Hawk Monster. How's it going, everybody? It's your boy Mike here. I'm super pumped to be bringing you Crunt Thoughts with the Kid, Episode 2. If you're unfamiliar with the program, it's very simple. I consume an unnecessary amount of weed and ramble about some of the wrestling industry's hot-button topics. Like I said in the intro, today we're going in-depth on the big old Texan, Lance Hoyt, a man who exemplifies the word reinvention. For 20 years, Hoyt has remained relevant in the pro wrestling business, all while embracing character changes and fresh scenery along the way. Plus, he's a Christian, and I'm also a Christian. My dad's a priest, and that makes him extra cool in my book. Not the part about my dad being a priest, the part about Lance Hoyt being Christian, baby. The new millennium brought many dope things. Among them were the PlayStation 2, Coldplay's first album, and the pro wrestling debut of Lance Hoyt. A lifelong athlete, he also had training in theater before stepping into the squared circle for the first time in 2000. Inspired by the likes of Sting and The Undertaker, and with a desire to stay active and pursue a passion, Hoyt made his pro wrestling debut in July at a car festival. It was there that the man formerly known as Lance Steele took on Tarzan Taylor. Hoyt's combination of size, athleticism, and charisma made him a can't-miss prospect coming out of the popular Texas wrestling scene. Plus, he has an absolutely filthy big boot. If I was to describe Hoyt using just one object, I would say he is a Swiss Army knife. What I mean to say is the man is versatile. Take his breakdown gimmick, for example, which he came up with on the spot. Let me repeat that. On the spot at an indie show in Corpus Christi, Texas. He forgot his ring gear and the only things he had were a tank top, wristbands, and athletic pants to utilize. So he used his passion for dancing as the basis for the character and it got over. A theme that will be touched on plenty of times here. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Hoyt's time in Arlington-based 
professional championship wrestling. It was here that the big man truly broke away from the pack using a gimmick called Shadow. Slowly transitioning from a fun-loving guy to a take-no-shit badass, Hoyt became a Triple Crown champion with the company. Having the benefit of a weekly TV program helped. The former nightclub employee learned how to present himself on camera, which aided in his transition to NWA TNA in 2004. I will also add here that Hoyt had a ton of great matches on the Texas Indies with Paul London, who actually attended the exact same wrestling school as Hoyt did. Pretty sweet. Also, if you haven't, go and check out the pair's match from PCW 2002 for the TV title. It's 8 minutes long and you will not regret it. From 2004 to 2009, Hoyt was a mainstay for TNA and once again he demonstrated his versatility. As Dallas, he was an enforcer and a two-time tag team champion alongside Kid Cash. Using his real name, he was an energetic rock star and the leader of Hoyt Amania, who could still back his shit up in the ring. Fun fact, Hoyt was also part of the inaugural TV episode of TNA in Orlando where he and Cash took on America's Most Wanted for the tag team titles. Okay, full disclosure for this next part, I'm about to get real fired up because we're going to talk about Hoyt's time with World Wrestling Entertainment from 2009 to 2010. Things were okay at first, alright? He went to developmental and he was actually Seth Rollins' first ever WWE match. That's pretty badass. Anyway, six months in, Hoyt, now going by Vance Archer, got the chance to wrestle for the revived ECW brand. Now, I'm also not going to touch on the history of the new ECW in this video. That deserves something for its own topic. For now, let's just stay on the fact that ECW was an earlier version of what is now NXT. Anyways, Vance was all set to go, and literally right before he's getting ready to debut, management tells him that he needs to cut his hair and shave his beard. Now, at the time, Hoyt had been growing on a pretty substantial beard and his hair was very long also as part of his look. Historically, it's always been part of Hoyt's look. He's that long hair, big, big beard, badass. But leave it to the dub dub E to ensure that Hoyt debuted looking like the most basic 6'8 dude you've ever seen. Literally, super short hair, fresh cut, it was frustrating to look at. Nonetheless, Archer's in-ring work compensated for the clean-cut look. Alright, let's go back to May 21st, 2010 here. Follow with me, okay? We've got Vance Archer now on the main roster on SmackDown, and he's teaming with one half of the major wrestling figure podcast, Kurt Hawkins. These two, that's a recipe for success, isn't it? I mean, come on, think about those two guys right now. You've got the big man, Vance Archer. Charisma in the ring as well, though, can back his stuff up on the microphone and in the ring. And you've got Kurt Hawkins, just a cool dude, experienced before with the Edgeheads coming into this, looking to make a name for himself as well. The team sounds perfect to me. It did not work. The company just gave up on it, and it sucks. Thankfully, things ended up working out for Hoyt. He left the WWE in November of 2010, but in May 2011, he joined up with New Japan Pro Wrestling and he continued to showcase why he's one of the best, if not the best, big man in the industry today. 
Hoyt's heel work as part of Minoru Suzuki's Suzuki-Goon stable helped him get over big as a foreign heel in New Japan, where foreign heels are always popular there, and a lot of Americans will come over and do that shtick, and it was perfectly done by Lance Archer. In the ring, he and Davey Boy Smith Jr. won the tag titles three times, while he and Minoru Suzuki also captured the 2011 G1 Tag League. On side of the ring, Hoyt, now going by Lance Archer, played up his gimmick to perfection. He was well known for spitting water on the crowd during his entrance, which the fans soaked up. They love that stuff in Japan, while also beating down ringside crew, something that he's still doing now. After busting his ass for 18 years, the American Psycho reached new levels in June of 2019. It was during this time that Hoyt had the opportunity to compete in the grueling G1 Climax for the first time in five years. But this time it was different. This time, Archer was wrestling as a singles performer. He declared it the biggest turning point in his career, and it's easy to see why. Hoyt had absolute bangers with all of his competition in the G1 in 2019, but if I was to recommend one match to you all, it would definitely be his victory over Will Ospreay. It's 18 minutes of pure storytelling and athleticism, and you will not, I repeat that, you will not be disappointed. Some down the size. Here comes the hidden blade. The knockout shot from behind. But instead, Archer turns things around. Blackout, no. Hoyt's singles run also came with yet another new look as he continued to reinvent himself and show his range. Sporting a bright red mohawk and now going by the Murderhawk Monster, the Texas Terror seized his first singles title in New Japan, winning the US belt in October 2019 after John Moxley was forced to vacate it due to travel issues. Hoyt defended the belt proudly before losing it back to Mox in an absolutely brutal Texas Deathmatch at this year's Wrestle Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now at the end of the hero's journey. In March, Archer made his AEW debut alongside Jake the Snake Roberts, and he has been nothing short of dominant ever since. The undefeated monster has his sights set on Cody and the inaugural TNT Championship at Double or Nothing tonight. And if history has shown anything at all, it's that, well, you guessed it, 